Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's CSGO Cubs post-game show podcast, Fly the W. Luke Stuckmeyer, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera, hopefully joining us from the ballpark. Joey running the ones and twos over there producing today. And Cubs win. Six to nothing. More like it. Some people say we're late. I don't know. Maybe we're early. Maybe there were extra beer chugs before the show started. Maybe we wanted to not do the show in the losers lounge, so we waited for the Blackhawks guys to finish. Either way, people are we're sorry. here now. People are saying we're here now. Big of us to still be here. It is Friday at That's four right. sixteen. You know, some people just take Fridays off and and don't do their job. You know, me and Luke, big of us to come here during the midst of credit to us. What felt like a collapse uh, these last handful of weeks. Credit to us to come on the show and continue to talk about this baseball team. I, was, I think it's very I, big of us. I was laughing earlier when you said, "Joey, I'm sorry you have to be here on Friday." I said, "Well, you know, it is our job, so <laughs> still the work week. It's okay." <laughs> Barb, we are live. We this are is live, live on a Friday in the West Loop. Uh, Shay says you should take Fridays off. I agree, Shay. 6B6 six six, six says oh, these guys are hardcore. You we got a super chat? You want me to get to super well, chat? We have the super chat, but also the, the, the important stat I told you. Do you remember? Oh, I'm sorry. The Cubs are now 1-0 since Cody has returned on, on Fridays at home. Yes. Yes. Since Cody started wearing <laughs> shorts again, the Cubs are 1-0. and That's fair. That's fair, too. Since I had a donut before pregame show, the Cubs are now 1-0. and Since he took Jared Young and since I took Tyone, the Cubs, the Cubs are 1-0. and So don't tell us we don't impact what's going on. Major don't, impact. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Uh, anyway. Huh? Anyways, now we can do the super this, chat. This was, hey, all right, what's the super chat? Tater? Is Tater super chat? They have like multiple efforts. Chris, Chris first, always Chris is here. Four ninety nine. where did it go? Joey took it away it's from me. It's on the me. screen. Uh, never seen a CHGO Cubs postgame start on time. Always been late for early like I am ready at the time. Good win. I kind of don't understand the end of that. But, yes, I would admit that we, are, we do not go live as soon well, we as we don't go after the to. final out, the final like it's like, but it's close. It's like we we try really hard to just fire that thing up the moment the game ends, like the moment but Cole Wright is giving us some weird ass. Yes, stat, but he's got like commercial. He's got timed commercials. He's got to hit and network breaks, and that's timed down to the millisecond. Yeah, I know that. Like this, we're on the internet, man. Yeah, this shit lives forever. We come on whenever we want. Yeah, 
We we're wanted here. to soak in the vibes a little bit. Cody soaked in the vibes. Oh, yeah, I needed the vibes. More importantly, we wanted the Blackhawks guys to be done because that other studio is hot. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> and I'm wearing a hoodie. That's the real. That's the real reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so we have more super chats. I saw Tater had one. You got one for uh, Tater there for me, Joey. Uh, Tater, ten dollars from Tater. Ben Zobers joins the show September seventh, and that day started a four mm-hmm. and ten record for the Cubs. Not pointing <laughs> fingers, but never bring him back on to CHGO Cubs. Tater, I can't promise that we won't bring him back. That's on. sacrilegious. You yeah. take Ben Zobrist's name out of your mouth. Yeah, there's no Ben Zobrist slander. He uh, is not the, on this podcast. He, he is, is a World hero. Series MVP. I think That's he's right. always welcome here. Yeah, I'd rather you all just blame me than yeah, blame, I'll take than the blame, blame for that. Ben Zobrist. Uh, Garrett <laughs> says I got to run to my room and put the guys on the big screen. That's Hell right, yeah, big Garrett, screen. I love that. About. Tweet us a picture. Of that. I saw. Uh, That'd be cool. I saw our CEO Brandon Spano tweet something the other day about how 120 inch screens are the ideal way to watch our our shows. Really? Yeah. That seems large. I don't know if anybody wants to see. I think that's what he said. Screen. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good. Story. Rachel, all the way across the pond in England, in London. In London, she's here. She said she did a beer chug. Oh, wow. Rachel, where's the video? Tweet yeah, us the video. the video. Anybody that wants to chug a beer after that big Cubs win, go ahead and we'll see if we can get it on the show. If you tweet it at CHGO Cubs, we'll try to get it on the show. Yeah. Still awake for postgame. I mean, what, they're six hours ahead of us? It's, it's still early. You're good. Mm. Big of you to be here, though, considering how this team has made us feel for weeks. Shane Newbanks, dare you say it. That's right. Go, go Brewers, Brewers, go Yankees, go Pirates. Yes. Well, it just I can't feels believe, dirty even I, saying I, it. I'm, I can't believe I'm going to have to root for a, 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 a franchise that's in Wisconsin that sells tickets at Subway. I can't believe I'm going to have to do it. But I'm going to do it loud and proud. No Christian Yelich slander for me this weekend. What a difference 24 <laughs> hours makes, huh? Yeah. What a difference 24 hours makes. That was the losing two in a row to the Pirates was just a kick in the crotch. There's yeah. no way to there's no other way to describe it. It's just you're trying to make the postseason. Losing two to the Pirates knocks you technically for the moment out of the postseason. And now the Rockies come into town and you gotta get it done. Dare I say Jamison Tyone shoved against the Colorado Rockies. He did shove because I know both. I know me and you both. After the fifth, we are like tips I to think, you, sir. I think it's time for him to come out. And then he gives up a. I want to say it was a hit with either one out or zero outs in the sixth. Um, I want to say it was with one out because he eventually got the ground ball double play, the tailor made right to Dansby Swanson to get out of the inning six strong. Tip of the hat, man. Listen, he hasn't been consistently good at all this season, but. Gave the Cubs a start that he de- that they desperately needed. They de- they desperately needed him to to eat innings today and keep them in the game. Not only did he keep them in the game, but he didn't give up any runs. And I know it's the Rockies. You can if you want to run with that all you want. Listen, that same offense put up a ton of runs against them in Colorado and the other two game uh, one of the other games too. They he, the Rockies scored some runs too. Like they don't have a deep deep lineup but they have some guys over there every time nolan jones came up today yeah. i was scared because he he killed us in milwaukee or in colorado um so i i'm someone who who will give credit where credit is due so i'm giving jameson tyon some credit today right i 
I mean, I don't know how you can't. I. What did I say in the pregame show? If he wants to rewrite some of the story from this season for himself, it's been, I mean, it's it's been disappointing. There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's been a disappointing season for him. They spent a lot of money. Uh, a lot of people had very high expectations, thought they'd get him into the pitch lab, and a guy that was pretty good for the Yankees they thought could be really good for the Cubs. And it hasn't worked out that way. The fastball has been something he hasn't been able to figure out. And I said, Lino, why not Tyone, right? Mm-hmm. And you took him. We, we said a couple weeks you know, this was against Arizona. We said, okay, Cody, you can take a pitcher. The rules are off on who you got. We got to reverse the curse. And Tyone went out and pitched six innings and was great against Arizona. Things look good. Didn't go as well in Colorado, but he wasn't really that bad in Colorado, in my eyes. He was good for four innings. And yes, again, it, was a shorter, it was a shorter amount of time. I yeah. just think, and I, I said this after that game against Arizona, if it could be every other start even, I would take it. Yeah. I'm not expecting him to turn into Justin Steele because I know this season is going to go down the way it's going to go down. But he can rewrite the narrative by pitching well in some of these big games down the stretch. He's not going to totally change the title. He's not going to tear out chapters where things went totally off the rails. But he can help ease the pain of a tough season by pitching well right now when it really, really matters. Yeah. And today was a step in the right direction. This was a... They're all critical at this point. That final down to now eight games on the season... Man, if you would have lost three games in a row to the two to the Pirates and one of the Rockies, yeah. this was as critical as you could possibly get. It was must win. They had, I mean, I think we all believe they got to sweep this series. So yes, it and, was and, huge. And remember that pitching is the reason they lost to the Pirates. Yes, every part of the team has been to blame at some point during the the three and ten record in the last thirteen games going into today. But the last two were on pitching. The last two were certainly on the pitching staff. So him getting to go far enough and get them shut out innings, yeah, huge. I'm not uh, sure if you guys huge. were monitoring the slack or the chat, but... I, I was, actually. Marcus Stroman will be starting tomorrow at Wrigley yep. Field, according to David Ross. And so that's another thing that Cody, oh. Cody and I were talking about during the game. Smiley, after he pitched the first inning, we said, ah... All right, it's five nothing. Do you bring in Smiley for the next inning? And I just said, well, if you can get another run, no, because I'd like to have him for the rest of the series. If if the Rockies would have scored runs and made it five three there, then I would have said yes. I go ahead and use Stroman for two innings to try and close out the game. But now you see that they're able to slide him into the rotation. Interesting. And yeah. Shane said, I wonder if he's an opener for tomorrow's game. I, I, I Could be. Could be. But, man, I hope he's actually going out there to actually start and be out there. Like, I, that'd just be electric. But I don't know. I don't, and I, I don't even know. If, and even I, if he could. I expect a pitch count, too. So. I, yeah. I agree with Dave. Stroh for four or five. Now, I, I would love to get four out of him. Yeah. If you get four innings out of him and then go to Wicks. And then hand it off to Merriweather. Or if you could just get Stroh and Wicks to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Or even not even. Interesting. Or, it, it, it's definitely been um, 
very helpful to have Marcus Stroman back, even though he was struggling before the two injuries. Yeah. Well, he was great in Arizona. He was I real mean, good. What he what he showed in Arizona. I mean, we didn't really talk about it a lot the first day I was back from vacation, but I sat behind the Cubs bullpen in Arizona for the Saturday game, mm-hmm. that 13-inning heartbreaker, and the entire time Marcus Stroman was just – prancing around the bullpen like he was anxious like a anxious like a tiger waiting to get in and eat a gladiator that was and that was the day after he had already pitched like he he was determined to get into that game so that told me that he's like he's ready to go he's he wants he wants to be out there in in these important innings and games and stuff so you know i'm all i'm here for it i'm ready to see what he's got tomorrow and i i'm Rooting for him as hard as anyone because the the dude was so good in the first half of the year. So I'm sure when Ryan comes on, we can talk more about it. But So it's, right it's now what we know is Stroman Saturday, for now, Assad Sunday. Which would make would you think it? Wicks would be the piggyback guy unless they again switched it and said, okay, Wicks goes on Sunday and Assad can go back to being a critical piece of the bullpen. All right. David Ross has some interesting decisions to make. If Marcus Stroman thinks he can give you significant innings as a starter, that's one thing. If he thinks he's just going to be used as an opener, that's another thing, but it's still helpful. Yeah. It's just a unique, unique, interesting way of, of using him because obviously you would think he's more comfortable starting the game than he would be coming in cold and out of the bullpen. Although, like you said, he did a pretty nice job. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's interesting news. I'd be interested to see what else Ryan has to say about it. Uh, but this game was about a bunch of guys that have been sort of tossed aside. Yeah. Right? Forgotten guys. Tyone came up great. Drew Smiley got the job done. His two innings were huge, and just in, just Big. to be just to be able to give the rest of the guys a rest. Like if he can be that left-handed reliever that like I thought they needed to go and get mm-hmm. the deadline, if he can be that guy, that changes the bullpen a little bit. Like I know the bullpen hasn't been good the last couple days, like leading into today, and they've had you know some issues. Uh, honestly, just over the bad stretch, that's. You know, the losing of 10 of 13. But overall, since June, the bullpen's mm-hmm. been as good as you could have asked. A lot of the reason that it's not been good lately is because they played in so many close games and they were being used so much because the Cubs just couldn't score enough runs to, you know, not to force David Ross to use his high leverage guys a lot. So that's why I'm and saying. And the trickle down of not having Stroman and not yes, having, like, all of yes. it. So the fact that. Not only is Stroman starting tomorrow, but the fact that Drew Smiley um, went not one, but two innings today was huge. It, it helped that the Cubs' offense scored runs and Tyone was good, right? Like, this, a game like this is what every Cubs fan or just any fan of whatever team would love to have every single day. Win six to nothing, win five to one, something like that. Like, that... If, if the next eight games after this were, go like today in some aspect, I'm going to be a lot happier by, the, by this time next week than 
than right. uh, I have been the last two weeks. I don't expect it to go that way, but that that that's that's what why we talk about like having those types of wins along the along the way during a season are huge because it allows you to rest your bullpen uh, in a way that you would like instead of having to use all your high leverage guys. So uh, yeah, what Smiley did was great. Wesneski came out there and he looked pretty good. Um, and again, because you didn't have great. to use your high leverage guy there because you got the extra runs. Hey, one and one in the final 10. I don't think 500 gets it done. So it has to be better. Seven and three and, is what we said. Hey, we, we called him out in the pregame. Like, this is it. Time to suck it up and play real baseball. Enough of the little league stuff that's been going on for the last 13 days. No sloppy play today. I know I'm a broken record. What was? <laughs> why was why was Tyone able to be successful? Part of it is guys weren't booting it around. Right. Guys weren't dropping fly balls. They weren't missing the cutoff, man. They were making the catches. Right. They weren't dropping routine grounders. They played clean baseball against arguably the worst team in the National League. Yeah. Right? That's all you get. What you did today, that's all you have to do against the Rockies. Yeah. I know anything can happen in baseball, but realistically, if you play clean baseball and you don't boot it around and give, give another team extra chances and, and you play regular baseball... You should beat and sweep the Rockies. So do we give David Ross credit for uh, going gonna, on his little tirade last minute. night? Are you going to give a beer bat chug in honor of David Ross? You want to really? I didn't say you want to really troll the trolls. I'm, I mean, oh I really, I really do like oh to troll. Oh my goodness! I, I didn't say that. Woo, I'm, I'm just I'm asking. Thinking, uh, you're asking. What I'm do you asking think, you. Chat? I was should asking. Beer... Do we give David Ross credit for what he said post game last night for playing Jared Young today? Which I didn't know was – I asked. I, I didn't know if that was the right move. No, no one thought it was the right move. I didn't even think it was the right move. I just played it as a bit because it's the only thing that gets me through my Bob's life. Bob's calling 13-8 on the live beer bat chug. Make sure you play <laughs> along at home. Tweet us that video if you would like, like to see it. I, I'm not dedicating the beer bat to David Ross. But oh, you're, I, you're not? I'm not. But I will oh. give him credit where credit is due. He got it right with Jared Young today. He did. He did. And I do think, in some aspect, his little tirade he went on in the postgame last night played an effect because maybe he, was, he lit a fire he was, under him because he long time coming. He said they weren't playing good baseball. They true. You know, we we talked about how they were playing sloppy. Why nine and six they didn't nine ten today. six nine eleven six nine? I got it. Nice. So I don't. know. It's one game. They got to keep it going, right? Mm-hmm. They got to keep it going. But and I'm not saying I'm not taking back all my shit I've said about David Ross and how they've used PCA and Alexander Canary. I'm not taking anything back, but for one day, I will give him some credit. He put the right lineup together. And what about leaving Smiley in for the second inning? That was I mean, we were starting to think, "Oh, I don't know, maybe Smiley for one." Considering how the first inning went, right? He gave up some hard contact. That's right. He left him in, and he got it done. And then we had to say, well. And, and same thing with Tyone. Like, we said he should have taken guys, him out got after the double five. Play. And he got the double play to get out of the sixth, right? Godfather's calling 10-7. So, I, I don't know. I will, I will give credit where credit is due. I think that's very big of me. Credit to me. Craig, but say I had a bad June and July. <laughs> yes, I know. That's a pregame joke. Craig. Oh, but it's say I had a bad June and July. Uh, all right, you, so here comes the beer bat you. chug. Who will it be dedicated to, and how fast will Cody Del Mendo <sighs> take down the Goose Island three one two? I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, 
I'm going to go this way. I'm going to give it to Jared Young. Jared Young. Jared Young. All right. JY on a Friday. Dude, like, the dude is, he's a lifetime minor leaguer, man. Like, he's a French 4A player. That's what I said in pregame. He, he gets his opportunity, and he hits a two-run homer. Like, Frisco. I mean. All right. Like, I, I think a guy gets, he, he deserves a beer after that, man. Like, he, he got put in the lineup at, at a very, very intense, for a very, very intense moment in time and in game where, like, the entire city is watching this team either, yes. either collapse or get it together. And he came through. I think you got to give a guy a lot of credit for that. I mean, I, I sure as hell do because, again, I didn't, I didn't understand it. I, I didn't understand it, and it worked out. So I'm going to – this one's for him. All right. Wow. So Jared Young, who would have predicted that? Jared <laughs> Young gets the dedication. Again, the chug starts when it hits Cody's lips. All right. And here we go. The official is, beer bat uh, chug after a big two, Cubs so win. I, I'm, three one two Goose Island. Eight five zero was the time last time, but that was the full pocket <clears throat> Pilsner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This we is ready? an ice cold three one two. All right, here we go. And start. Del Mendo is underway. Kenny match eight five zero. A lot of confidence in the chat. A lot not, of confidence in the chat. Not a lot a of people calling for ten. Take not your vertical. Time. He's not, not vertical. Accidents. It hit my face. He's yeah, got to get vertical. Let's all right. Get it vertical. Take your time. No accidents. Yeah. Okay, it was a little bit slower. Yeah. That was a 1769. It like came back and hit me in the wow, face. Wow, good. We were, we were lockstep we were really on our timing there. Lockstep yeah. right almost there. almost did it again, guys. I almost did it again. Yeah. It almost, it almost. I, I'm, I won't lie to you. I'm feeling the pressure of like, of like what happened. See, like, I, and I you can't. think the Cubs players don't feel the pressure? <laughs> right. Cody's feeling about doing a chug after the game. <laughs> I have to stay consistent with the bit. If I don't do it, then everyone will yell at me for not doing the it. The only way. I'm going to get yelled at either way. But whatever. Barb calling you out. What? The? What is this garbage? <laughs> Barb, the only way for us to let you know this was truly live is for Cody to <laughs> spill a little bit of the beer bat chug. Otherwise, it looks edited. Yeah. You know, this is live. I would only expect uh, Barb to be the one who would say that. Ravi says, you got to take your time. Yeah. Got to take your time. Yeah. Rachel regrets her faith in Cody. My, how the chat is turning on Mr. Del Mendo. One slow beer bat chug. Hey, better than him vomiting on me, guys. <laughs> He's worse than Corey, she says. When did Corey do one? I don't know. Corey's never I was done say, one. He was only going to do one if they swept the... The double header. Gotta yeah. get you the pocket pilsner. There's no question the that Corey's pilsner numbers so are better with the pocket pilsner. <coughs> it's not the three one two's a good beer. Cody loves a good three one two. It's, it's a harder hard. chug than the po pocket really pilsner. Is. Even though I've been doing it like all summer, but anyway. No yeah. doubt the wheat beer the wheat be, you know, it's very weedy. It's uh, it's tough. Full it's pocket tough. pilsner is a dream beer bat beer. Yeah. Perfect. What was the number? Seventeen something? Seventeen six five. We split the difference on the timing. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> look, it's still oh it's still making him sweat a little bit. He's still It's it's hot in the studio and also like yeah, just like makes Good thing we weren't in Studio B. Yeah. Good thing we weren't in the losers lounge. Anyway. Uh Jay Hazen says Saya is a dog. Boy, he's turned it around, hasn't he? But he sucked in June and July, stuck. 600 OPS. <laughs> uh, dude, like... You want a guy that's turned around the narrative on his season? Saya. Saya. What have you done for me lately? Saya's done a lot. 
Tyone started in the right direction. Yeah. I think what's great about Saya's resurgence is he's doing it. He's been doing it at the most, I guess, what me, what people would consider as the most important time of the year, right? Like, right. he's doing it in August and September. It's not April and May, right? Like, he did. It's not reverse where he started the season hot and has been, and then finishes the season bad. Um, and that's you know, I just think there's so much upside with him. He's finishing the season so good that it's I'm gonna talk myself into like the real breakout season next year. I already know this. I know I'm going to do this when we get into the off season and we we make our 2024 season predictions. I I, I know that I'm going to do this, but he, I think what we're seeing that's different this year in general, finally, is there's a little bit more slug. Like he's hitting yes. more extra base hits. And last year, runs. last year he was he was a solid player. Last year, right? He was a he was a solid contributor last year. He didn't play like bad he wasn't great but he wasn't bad he was very like okay like for a rookie who come into a new country he was fine age-wise not a rookie but right but this year you know he started off the season good in may and then really fell off in june and july and but since august 1st like he leads baseball in slugging percentage and like that's the thing is that he's just been it's not like he's just been hitting singles all the time he's he's hitting the ball out of the park he's getting extra base hits He's driving runs in when the Cubs absolutely need it. Like, even over the tough stretch that this has been, like he's been one of the guys that's like, okay, we can rely on him to go out there yeah. and drive some runs in. So, you know, Look I'm, at the godfather of CHGO, Michael Collada says, if this is the Suzuki we get at the start of next year, we are in business. Yeah. Well, it definitely cha- – definitely, he changes the lineup greatly when he plays like this, obviously. Like, right. he's, he's a serious bat. Uh, Fernando with a super chat here to us. 499 mission accomplished sorry i'm late was on the scene getting w's cody where were you for the september of saya did i miss the chug <laughs> yes well if you just sent it it just happened but where was i for the september of saya uh i was here and around in chicago that's right <laughs> where were you luke tonight 950 the autumn of the ass man begins Ooh. oh i mean it's that been means going we got on, some but... big games it's been going on Depends on when you, I, most people started after Labor Day. The weather guys say tonight at 9.50. Okay. What did I say? 12 hours of daylight everywhere in the world. Yeah. If Strowman really does one day start for more than just like, like he's more than just an opener tomorrow. Yeah. The ass man. His September role, of Strowman it could be. Well, I wasn't going that Oh, route. sorry, sorry. But I was saying like the ass man perhaps being inserted back into the bullpen could be huge for the bullpen if they can sneak into October. So, or at least it could be huge for the next week. I, I don't know. But what was yeah. this? What was the stat today about uh, say a Japanese player, born players oh. in the majors? Yeah, Marquis, or I think it was either Boog said it, but Boog also said it in Marquis the broadcast. tweeted yeah. it out. Marquis tweeted out. It's he's the only the third Japanese born player in Major League Baseball history to record a 20-homer, 70-RBI season. The only the other two were Otani and Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui. Listen, if you could – if you tell me that you get a player of Hideki Matsui's quality for the next few years, I'm in on that. Yeah. I'm in on that. I, I mean, if you give me the quality of the guy that we – like. <clears throat> 
exactly what the godfather Michael Collada said. If you give me the type of player that we're seeing, and I'm not saying the whole season has to be like this, but if, if the general picture of the guy you're seeing over 162 is similar to the guy that you're seeing now and the lows aren't crater low, I'm all in on Seiya Suzuki moving forward. Yeah. I, 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 <clears throat> it's one of the things I give Ross credit for is, is sitting him. I don't know what other option he had, but he did it, and whatever happened worked. But I give Seiya the credit for turning it around himself. He's the one that really gets the credit. Whatever yeah. he did, whether it was the mental work, whether, whether it was just attacking the fast, just attacking in at bats. You know, we've heard that uh, talked about in, in interviews that instead of waiting for a good pitch, it was seeking out a good pitch. It was, it was attacking the pitcher instead of waiting to see how the at bat went. And that's really been one of the key things they wanted to address with him when he tried to come back from those days off was come back and attack the pitcher like you're in charge instead of waiting to see, okay, that's what the first pitch looked like. Okay, that's what the second pitch looked like. Here's how the at-bat's going. Now I'm settled in. Instead, he's in attack mode right from the beginning, and that mentality has worked well for him in the last, well, since August 1st. Yeah. yeah he's he just he, just getting it done, man. I still, I, I still think he needs to be a little bit higher in the lineup considering how he's been hitting, but got it done today. Swanson had an RBI today. Uh, I think Hap walked in that first inning. There was there were some frustrating things about the game still for sure, but you know, Saya hitting that two run homer to make it three to nothing. Like I felt like that was when everyone kind of had where it was able to like take a take a breath, like right, just yeah. like not have that like full on anxiety and just you know. And then the key thing after getting get that hitting that homer is that the Cubs proceeded to get the shutdown inning after that, something that they couldn't do right. the last two nights. So, that you know, that's – when you hit the ball out of the ballpark and there's guys on base, it's – it can be uh, – it can really uh, hurt – like put a team down like uh, – I'm blanking on Demoralizing. the Demoralizing, yeah. It kind of demoralized the Rockies there, right? So, at least that's what it felt like in the moment to me. Uh, Fernando with another super chat. Cody can't wear pants for the rest of the season. We'll be sitting the here. The whole season is riding now on whether or not Cody wears pants or Cody wears shorts. Imagine if you don't watch this show on YouTube and you just listen on Spotify or Apple or right. wherever you, you don't your know podcast, what's going on. And you have no idea. Like, you legitimately think I'm sitting here wearing no, no pants, like well, nothing that's, at all. Well, that's playoff baseball. If they, get, if they get to the playoffs, Cody probably wears neither. <laughs> But that's just because of the excitement of everything. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, speaking of excitement, with the busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for a wholesome, convenient meal for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up as fast as possible with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy, healthy lifestyle. Too busy to cook this fall? But you want to make sure you're eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store, the chopping, the prepping, the cleanup too. Still getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor's never frozen meals. Fresh and never frozen. They're ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat them up and enjoy them. Then get right back to crushing your goals. Look for calorie conscious options maybe. Maybe you're one of those folks. During the busy season, try 
delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals also they have those available with around or less than 550 calories per serving round out your meal maybe replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45 or more add-ons including breakfast items like their delicious apple cinnamon pancakes bacon and cheddar egg bites and potato and bacon and egg breakfast skillets oh or for an easy wellness boost try a refreshing beverage option like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. Head to factormeals.com slash Cubs 50 and use the code Cubs 50 to get 50% off. That's code Cubs 50 at factormeals.com slash Cubs 50 to get 50% off. Cody tried some of these, would not stop raving about them. Oh, Just yeah. raving about them. Oh, yeah. Uh they're great if you're trying to, uh, you know, eat healthier uh, and healthier, faster. Yeah, they take two minutes to to heat in your microwave. Like two minutes. You don't even have to uh, put a like put them in the freezer or anything like that. Like straight to the fridge. Yep. And even that those those smoothies are really good too. So I highly recommend get them for your uh, significant other. And you said the quality was really really good. Yeah, I think it's way better than anything you ever see at like. Uh, grocery store like in the frozen section or anything like that because like the packaging looks similar to like a something like that but it's not but it's not yeah that's the key and it's not frozen it's not frozen yeah so i highly recommend it goes well after a trip to sunnyside right you know what i mean go to sunnyside go home got your sunnyside and you got your factor meal kit right uh sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your football season, your baseball season, whatever season you're in. No matter where you are on your cannabis journey, easy online ordering and in-store pickup, great transparent loyalty program, Sunnyside Rewards. You got the House of Brands, as they like to call it, Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy, and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. Got good news, Cresco, High Supply, uh, Wonder, and a lot more. Through October 15th, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable with other promotions. That's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code. Pick up everything you need to elevate your football in baseball season. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med card holder. We've got a super chat. Uh, we'll get to that in a second because, you know, I mean, it's a sunny side for every oh. season too, right? Mm-hmm. Sunny side for every season. Falls officially starts tonight. We've all tried to do our things to keep the vibes up. Joey had the Rice Krispie treat. Cody went ahead and wore shorts. I went ahead and had a donut. And Corey went over to Sunnyside before he went to the ball game today. Oh. We've all done our part. So who made you feel good this week from Chicago sports? I'm going to throw this out there. This is going to surprise some people. I'm going football on Cole Komet, joining the CHGO Ooh, team. Oh, yes. Did you see that podcast? I, I, I have not watched it yet. I've just seen all the social media stuff. I, I'm going to watch it when I get home tonight, probably. Neighbor Cole Komet from Arlington Heights. Noted the Cubs villi- fan. The village of good neighbors. Yeah. But also. All greatness begins in Arlington Heights, Cody. You know what they say. That's what you say. That's all I'm told. Oh, that's right. Well, that's all that matters. Don't let the facts so, uh, a good story. <laughs> shout out to Cole Komet, a new member of the CHGO team. He'll be uh, contributing, wearing some of our gear. We have he to get him on the show. He makes our gear look better than I do. That much I know. Like, that's true. 
Well, we do. Dude. We do need to get him. Well, again, Arlington. He's at least Heights. got to sign the W. Again, Arlington Heights. Yeah. I saw him wearing this shirt, representing. But he is a noted Cubs fan. So Cubs fan, Saint Vider, prospect, same area. Yeah, right down the street. Um, by the way, I would say so. I give I give my sunny side feel good athlete of the week in Chicago. That is Cole Komet. But if I'm talking my DraftKings king of the game, mm. DraftKings king of the game. I'm going Jamison Tyone for what he did because the expectations from the fan base were not good. Right. Maybe from this show as well. We said, we, you know, nobody was sure what to expect. But now in two out of three games, he's gone 12 innings. In two of his last three starts, 12 innings, no runs, five hits. Okay. Okay. All right. That's more like it, JMO. That's more like it. It's more like it. And, so he gets, um, uh, he gets our DraftKings king of the game. You know, hopefully at the very least it's propelling something a lot better for 2024. Obviously, like you said earlier, um, you know, being able to change the narrative a little bit about him here at the end of right. the year in yeah. important games. Something to build on for next year. He's not going anywhere, guys. Right. Yeah, he's going to be here for three more years. Uh, you know, it's good to good to see him go out there and and you know do what he's what his job is to do in some aspect. And he's not paid to be an ace, but he's paid to be a, a good starter. And you know, as we've said, he hasn't been that great all season. But for him to do that today was huge. Well, so. and I I give credit to what uh, Boog and JD were saying. Give him credit for being a good guy, a stand-up guy. He stands in front of his locker when he doesn't pitch well. He talks about it. Sure. He even explains what it, what it is that's not working for him and, and why he continues to struggle with it. But most of all, I give him credit for coming out in a big game and delivering. That's what fans really want to see. Yeah. So, And that's what he wants to do, too. So let's see more of it. Amen, right? Yeah. Uh, we did have another super chat. Let me see if I can find it we here. We did what, have another super chat. the other chat. super chat? I don't want to miss this super chat. Chris? He added a comment. It said, can you believe that there's going to be six guys on this team with over 20 home runs? It's hard to believe considering what we all said about the offense in the offseason. Well, it's interesting. Would you rather... We like have passed well, the hit one into the more. Season, we said, beginning of the season, everybody on the planet, including us, said this team doesn't have enough power. Right. Now we said one way they could have enough power is if Bellinger bounces back. And if Saya turns into a home run guy, it shows us a little more power. Yep. We also thought maybe Nico could do it. We said Dansby adds a little bit to the home run power. So we saw ways it could improve. But on paper, you looked at it and said, this team doesn't have enough pop. Because at the end of last year, that's what Jed Hoyer said. He said, we don't blow enough teams out. And good teams blow teams out when they get the chance. Yeah. So a lot of times that means a home run. Len Casper used to say all the time in the broadcast, if you hit a three-run homer, 75% of the time you win the game. Okay. Well, when you have guys, would you rather have six players over 20 home runs or would you rather have Aaron Judge and uh, one other guy that hits home runs? I actually would rather have this. I would rather have a bunch of guys at like 20, 25. I'm okay with that. Now, I would rather have Cody Bellinger play all year and have one guy that was in the 30s. Yeah. Right? If you can have the guys that are in the 20s and then have your 35 homer guy too, 
now you're cooking. That's well, what you really want. So well, it's like, well, injuries have, have slowed it down because, frankly, Saya might have 25. Yeah, if he, did, if he did, wasn't Start, hurt at the beginning yeah. of the year. And, you Some know, he, he went, he, obviously, I, you know, we kind of made fun of the, oh, 600 OPS in June and July. Like, yeah, we, we need to see Saya be more consistent, right? So if Saya plays better in June and July, perhaps he's, he, you know, he, that the power season that we would have liked would have been here. I'm not saying that he's had a perfect season. I'm just saying that he's a lot better than what m- many people wanted to give him credit for. And, you know, I'm hearing bust signing and I'm hearing Fukudome 2.0. I just thought that was ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, I was going to say, too, like I said it last night, this team <laughs> – this team Correct. needs one more big power bat in the offseason. Yeah, Shohei. Yeah. And Belly back. That's what everybody's asking. Like, can Barb wants to know, will they sign Bellinger? Belly Peter, back. Right. Peter and Ron is saying they have to re-sign Bellinger. I agree. They have to re- I mean, I've said trade that many for, times. Trade for Jose Ramirez if he's available. You right. know? Like, I don't know. I'm just, like. I would start the offseason with get Bellinger back here. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I don't know that they have an answer at first base and he can play solid first base. Right. If it's not in the outfield, he can play solid first base. For sure. Um, did we have another super chat? I felt like we had we another, another one. super chat. I thought I saw two. We super chatting on a Friday. Um, Chris Sturm just said from Chris Sturm. Yeah, that's who we just read. I guess we didn't have any others. My bad. Um, we already read the, the one that Fernando gave us. Thanks for the super chats, everybody. Thanks. Thanks to everybody in the live chat today. Uh, yeah. Good crowd out there right today. Now? 151. Yeah, 151 on okay. a Friday afternoon. Okay. That's not bad. A lot of people not getting bad. ready to celebrate the entrance of fall at 9.50 p.m. Yeah, tonight. Absolutely. That's a big night. Absolutely. By the way, is tonight the Powerball or is it tomorrow? Barb's talking about the Powerball. 700 milled? You're not going to be here Monday if, if that, no, if that wins not. for you. No, I will not. <laughs> No, but I will buy donuts for everybody. Oh, do right. If I if I win the Powerball, I will buy do right donuts <laughs> and ravioli chat. for the rest of the season. <laughs> and ravioli. You'll buy do right donuts, or like you'll buy the company. No, I won't buy. I don't think I'd be able to afford mm. do right donuts. You don't think so? Seven hundred million. Seven hundred fifty million. Well, I'm not going to spend it all. It's seven hundred fifty-two million. Donnie says, and I'm going to take the long. I take the one. Lump sum pay. I, I'm not taking it over like 65 years. I don't have yeah. that. So give me the money now. I'll take less. I'll take half of it, whatever it is. Um, not to completely change the topic. Well, I guess I am. I already but, had with the Powerball. Yeah. Sorry. But that's okay. Well, I, w- I wanted to get to it before Ryan came in because I was going to then ask him if, if he did talk, maybe talk to him before the game or plan to after the game. But I like the standing ovation Chris Bryant got. Before, like in his first at bat, you didn't catch I it because you went should to get, get it every time he comes. He time. should, and he, he like tipped the the helmet or whatever, and like acknowledged the crowd, and the crowd gave him a standing O. And I just, I, I just thought That's it was how he should be remembered here. Yeah, and like I tweeted that, um, you know, we're all miserable and on edge right now with how his team's playing, but we still managed to give one of the best players in Cubs history a standing ovation, and um, that goes into the, you know, it's different here. Thing uh, that the Cubs like to play off, and you know the vibes here. And listen, I I went on the DMVR Rockies podcast when mm-hmm. I was in Denver, and they were asking me all these things about Chris Bryant. Because of course, whenever I yeah, was out well, there, that's the connection, right? When I was out there, Chris Bryant also hit two home runs against the Cubs, and so they were telling me they were asking me all these questions like, 
like what what is, what what's he mean to you and all this stuff and I just told him it was like I just think this guy needs to stay on the field and he can be he can he can be what he was for me for you at some point cuz I still believe he can finish out his career on a high note like I know he can't play third base anymore he can't play outfield at course field it's too big but I'm hoping next year at least that he can finally find a way to stay on the field and just you know be a productive player like I know we all like to look in hindsight and see like the Javi Baez has really struggled with the Tigers and you know and 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 KB has been hurt for the for uh, the Rockies and you know give credit credit to Jed for making those trades even though it sucked and all that and like I'm glad he did it and overall and in hindsight anyway but I still want to see those guys finish those their careers good like I don't want them to right. suck no. and and so like that I, I'm just, again, I was just happy to see Chris Bryant be able to get that kind of ovation um, because I know that times it was tough with him here, you know, with the whole contract and, you know, I felt like the entire city kind of turned on him at, at the end, especially just because everyone, I don't understand it. I think it had a lot the to do. The ones that did, I don't understand it. He I, was hurt. Yeah. I, he's the one fault. that, that people turned on that I never really understood, but I think it had a lot to do with just, you know, people thinking he just wanted the money and everything. Uh, and maybe he did. He's, I Don't mean, we all? We all do. Like. I'm looking for the Powerball tonight. Now, <laughs> yeah. if you want to talk about giving, Fernando says if he wins the Powerball tonight, he's buying us season tickets in the Catalina Club. Now, that'd be a place to do the Ooh. show. Very nice. That's very, very nice. Okay. That's very Frisco giving. says if he wins the Powerball, they'll watch CHGO on a 120-inch TV. Maybe a couple of them. Maybe a couple You of could buy them. Stadium a- Swim. Yeah. Yeah. We Absolutely. could do all the shows from Stadium Swim. Yeah. I don't want to move to Vegas, though. Yeah, it's All right. really hot. And there. I saw Tanya saying, yes, go Marlins, go Brewers. Ugh. Or go Brewers, go Pirates. Yeah. Yeah, Brewers play the Marlins, yes. and the Reds play the Pirates. Uh, one way to head into this weekend, by the way, is to get ready and put on your shades. Ooh. Looks like we're going to have some sunshine, a lot going on in the fall. Maybe you're going to a high school football game. Maybe you're going to a college football game. Maybe uh, getting ready for a big Bears win over the Chiefs. Pause, wait for it. Take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades and an affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures like fishing and golfing and maybe even hunting. But that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because you're a stud because they have your back long after you purchase them. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the U.S. through the Shady Rays Impact. From building playsets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, well, go ahead and exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Their team has your back all the time exclusively for our CHGO listeners. Wait for it. Here it comes. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code CHGO. That's CHGO. 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated 
five stars by over a quarter of a million people. So the Cubs play at 120 tomorrow, and you'll have your Shady Rays mm-hmm. <clears throat> at the ballpark. Or if you're watching, you know, out, you, know, you might be at a bar on a patio or something. You know, it's fall, but the weather's still great, right? But you have your Shady Rays, and you'll have your Goose Island, man. Like, you got to soak up what's left of the beautiful weather because we all know these Chicago winters blow, right? Uh, Goose Island goes perfect with soaking up the rest of whatever nice weather we have left. Uh, this year. Uh, it's the official beer of CHGO as well. Uh, it's the Chicago's beer since 1988. They got the Oktoberfest coming mm-hmm. out. The Beer Hug family, our fridge is stacked with the, the beer hugs. Yeah. Like, we have so much of the beer hug right now. And the 312. If you're a beer bat chugger, the full pocket Pilsner is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, that one too. Uh, we got the Bears tailgate, not this week because they're in Kansas City, but the week after because Denver's coming to Chicago. Um, there'll be plenty of Goose Island there. Last tailgate, me and Luke, like, we were like the, the guards because you had to have a wristband and all this stuff. Bounce, it bouncers. We were the muscle yeah. is what people say. You we know, were the muscle. Are, people like Barb walked up and were like, I ain't fucking with that Cody guy. He works out. You know what I mean? Don't wow, want the facts get in the way of a good story. Uh, raging bull. She thinks you're a raging bull. We were the muscle, though. There were yes, a couple of kids we that tried muscle. to take brownies, and they weren't with the party. Yes. They won't do that again. That's they all won't I'll do say. it. They won't do it. Grandpa Stucky but either way, them, get off my lawn yeah. and away from my brownies. Exactly. But either way, there's going to be uh, a lot of food, goose island, and vibes. And who knows? Maybe the Bears will finally win a game. Uh, so grab your ultra-fresh brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. I might take a case home that's in our thing and put it in my fridge. Barb's worried that I'm drinking a large Starbucks tea. Be careful. It might keep him up all night. <laughs> Barb, I have two under two. <laughs> yeah. I need it to stay awake on the drive home. Yeah. Uh, okay, Ryan is here. He, he uh, is in a ballpark that is in a much better mood than it was <laughs> last night. No question about it. And you have news, which we uh, already talked about a little bit. But, Ryan, tell us about the rotation moving forward. What is the game plan? Uh, where are they going with this? Uh, honestly, your, your guess is as good as mine at the moment. Like Ross, like we were done asking questions post game, and then he's like, as he's getting up, just says that Marcus Stroman's starting tomorrow, and then leaves. So <laughs> we don't have like the Stroman. Stroman was kind of gone. Um, you know, we haven't been able to talk to anyone, just kind of about the decision and and what tomorrow might look like for him, how stretched out he is, all that kind of stuff. So we're <laughs> we were all pretty caught off guard because there was no indication um, that he was going to start tomorrow, let alone start it all the rest of the year. Um, so I don't know how this affects the rotation. Um, I know I've said it on, I said on the podcast that like um, when he comes, when he comes back, like even as an opener, right. A guy that's very routine oriented. Um, he says, you know, he, he, he talks about being able to, to play any role, pitch in any role that uh, Ross asked him to, to pitch in. Uh, but he was a guy as a starter that's very routine oriented uh, being an opener helps with that. You still kind of have that same routine, uh, just maybe not expected to go as long. So maybe that's that plays a factor. Um, you know, I yeah. Again, like we're 
pretty in the dark on what exactly caused this uh, decision to be made, why they made the decision. Um, don't know if this is a piggyback with the Jordan Wicks. I believe Jordan Wicks was scheduled to start tomorrow. So that's still remains to be seen. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, we were all, like I said, we were all caught pretty off guard. There was no indication that this was going to happen. Um, but Marcus Stroman, when he was healthy, was one of the best starting pitchers in baseball, you know, first three months of the season. So um, because our, well, they're obviously hoping he pitches like that again tomorrow um, and probably looking for him to go as long as, you know, he physically can at this point. Well, that Cody and I were debating. We were trying to play David Ross while the game was going on, and Smiley pitched the first inning, and we said, would you take Smiley out and bring in Stroman for a couple innings? And he didn't have to do that. He stuck with Smiley, and then they got enough runs that they could just go to Wes Neske. I'm curious if the plan was always to use Stroman as the starter tomorrow or if that was a benefit of not having to use Stroman today, whether it's as an opener or whether it's as a starter. But it is sort of, I would guess it was planned. But sometimes yeah. you got to change plans on the fly. Yeah, I would assume it was planned. Maybe even like pregame today became the plan. Um you know, a lot of those guys, Stroman hasn't pitched in a few days. I don't remember exactly when the last time he pitched was, but, um, like, he hasn't pitched in a few days, a few games. If it gets to that situation, right, the Cubs have another str a, a tough game, but tough bullpen performance, like maybe there's a chance that Stroman has to come into this game, right? But I, I do think, from, from what we know, that this, ha this, seemed, this, is, this is probably what they were hoping for, right, depending on the outcome of this game, hoping that, they were able to, to use Stroman tomorrow. Just just guesses out of the three of us. <clears throat> what do you it's, think the max is he could pitch? What do you what do you honestly just guessing? I mean, this isn't anything Ryan's reporting. What yeah. what's your guess for what he could pitch? Four innings? I would say I mean, he had a long time <clears throat> off. I would say sixty pitches. He pitched thirty he threw thirty pitches last Friday against Arizona and then pitched the very next day. I would say 60 pitches, maybe 70. That, so I don't know how many innings. Usually that's around three or four innings, right? But that's, that's what I would say. I'm, I'm good with that. I'm curious what would be the best use of him, though. I'm not, I'm not he goes sure. goes out there and shoves. It's like, I think I'd let him, I think I'm let, I'd let him go as many as he can go and use him as an actual starter but a short starter. I don't think I'd use him as the opener against the Rockies just for one inning, and then yeah. he's available again. I, 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 I think I'd I think I'd use him as a starter if he thinks he's up to it. I if he if he can do sixty to seventy pitches, I would use him as a starter. And if he can get into the fifth inning, I think that's beneficial, and that allows you to use Jordan Wicks on Sunday, and perhaps then you can put. Assad back in the bullpen. I, yeah. I don't know if that's in their plan or anything, but or like that, that or you or you can give Justin Steele one extra day some point. Well, well you there's can't. An off there's day. not. There's well, there's no. no. The season runs out. Yeah, season runs out. Yeah. This is so funny because like you guys are. It's you guys. Your guys. Your guess is as good as mine at this point, right? Like that was such a sudden news drop that we just didn't have a chance to ask Way anything to do about it. this, right? 
that's that, he, that's he planned that. He's like, well, there, first of all, nobody's going to ask it. Who's going to yeah. say like when you've already announced your starters? Who's going to be like? Yeah. So will Strowman start tomorrow? So he knows going into the press conference, he's going to say it as he's walking out. He's going to be like, also, uh, Strowman will start tomorrow. See you guys tomorrow. He's probably like smirking as he. Oh yeah, he's cracking up the whole way home. He's it. laughing about it. Yeah. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Bruce Levine's face? <laughs> did you see Ryan Herrera's face? Uh, Did you see HGO? <laughs> uh, so what else were they talking about after the game? Uh, I know before the game, a lot of people talking about the, the lineup, Jared Young, Tyone, uh, and a lot of I, I, unusual suspects came up as heroes in this game. Guys, you might not have said going into it, this guy's going to have a huge game. Now, I did predict Tyone, but that's another story. I predicted Jared Young. That's Well, that's true, but credit, the facts credit to us. Story. Uh, what, what were they talking about after the game, Ryan? Yeah, well, I think you know, the lineup thing, and you know, I told you guys, like, I'm not someone that gets too worked up about lineups and who's in and who's out or whatever, uh, just because I, I would, as long as, I guess, some logic applies, like, I would like to see that kind of stuff play out. Uh, but, you know, David Ross talked about it pregame, just kind of asked about lineups in general a little bit, also, like, Jared Young uh, getting the start today. Um and he said that, like, you know, it talks about, like, do, do you second-guess yourself sometimes when things don't work out? And um, he kind of said when you're trying to predict the future, like, there's not – is there a right answer in the moment, right? You try to trust the process that you have. You, um, you know, you have the confidence in yourself. You trust the people, uh, the, the information and data you're given, um, any conversations you have, and, and try to make the best decision, and yeah, like going into it, people like you can see on social media, people hated that Jared Young was in the lineup. They wanted Pete Crow Armstrong or Alexander Canario, and they did not want Jared Young in the lineup. And he goes out and he hits a two-run homer, a pretty big two-run homer to give them a five-run lead. Um, like David Ross, he was actually asked. Ross was asked afterwards, like, "Are you patting yourself on the back, like, like telling yourself, like, I'm not, I'm kind of a genius at this point?" Uh, and he said, like, he's he's kind of smartened up that he's not, he shouldn't be doing that is, is kind of how he said, like just, if something worked out, move on and hope the next thing works out. Right. Schmoozy question was that. <laughs> I don't remember who did ask that actually. It, it was, I, I, I could look back and figure that out. I don't yeah, exactly find out. I want to know. Cause somebody was really buttering up the manager for future favors on that one. No. Yeah. Are but, you patting but, yourself on the back with the great move you made? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good work out of somebody. Yeah, not no, subtle, but I, but. I think uh, just what Ross said to that is just kind of like, you know, you feel uh, you obviously feel good when the when the decision you make works out, um, but you all, there are plenty of times where the decisions he doesn't make or he makes don't work out. Right, even if the logic was sound, the decision doesn't work out. The result doesn't work out, um, and so you you just kind of. You feel good about it, but you, you move on to the next thing because um, you got you just got to keep going. And so I, I, I think um, wh where I'm at with that is I, like I said, I I, I like to see whatever decisions made. Um, I, I may disagree with the logic as well. Like going into it, I, I might disagree with the logic, but um, I, I I personally like to see the way things play out because they may play out exactly how they did today. And that's why I, I can't, I can't get like worked up or irked by pregame decisions because you just don't know how that stuff's going to work out. And if I, if, you know, if I disagree with it, 
going into it, then I can, then, then, then that's not second guessing it. Right. It's first guessing. Like I disagree going in and it worked out how I thought it was, but if I can see the logic in there, then I can at least accept it and, and let it play out. That's kind of how I look at it. The only logic going into the game, at least from, from my perspective was the fact that lefties had dominated the starter for the Rockies in like the six starts that he had. They did like the matchup is what they, they said. And, and so Ross had totally so like liked the matchup. That was the only thing that I could justify it by. Well, what more um, do you need to justify it? The, the matchup was the, was the right matchup for him, and he was one of Iowa's best hitters all season. Like he had better numbers in some aspects than Matt Mervis, uh, Canario, like all those guys. Like he had some of the best numbers that Iowa had all season. I think that's – all the logic you kind of need and yeah you might you still might not like it you still might want to see pca or, or canario or whoever um but like if that's the logic i don't i don't think there needs to be a whole lot more justification until things play out uh, it, i mean i can counter that with well matt mervis has continued to mash in iowa and he ain't here man so like but what that, does that tell you well, i'll tell you about me i mean yeah. I, I i'm 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 just i'm that's my counter response to you is that like Again, I'm happy he hit the homer, and he looked – and I – during the show, I gave him credit. Like, I'm not sitting here complaining about he it. He almost I'm, did his beer bat chug dedication to David Ross. I did not almost do He that. considered it. He I did considered not, it. He I, thought I, it. I considered like, it. He almost, but I, he almost I gave, took the bat and said, I gave this one's credit. for Rossi. I gave him credit. That's all I, that's all I did. I gave him yeah, credit for getting it right, all right? And that's that's fine. I just feel like – it has he hasn't been right about these types of things enough this year. That that's that to me that's one reason why they're in this position where we're literally sweating out the last week. And I feel like if they had given some of these young guys a chance earlier in the season, maybe maybe they wouldn't feel like oh well, PCA only has ten at bats. He's a bad example because we always thought he was a September guy anyway. But like I think what there's. Are the who are the other young guys? Uh, like Alexander that, Canario, who sat for three weeks, hurt. Ryan. Well, okay, but you said earlier in the season how early – that was a September call-up. That's three weeks ago, not – which I'm not saying – I'm not saying I disagree with you, but if you're saying early, this, is, I mean, this isn't the time to be trying to get these guys as many at-bats as you can. No, I, w- I would say, just like I said in the Slack let me finish, channel before – oh, sorry, you got more? Not for you, for him. Okay, well, well I, I was just saying I think both can be true. I can be confused before the game – why for three days Canario didn't play after, right after he drove in five runs. Mm-hmm. That can still be confusing to me. And playing young can still be the right decision, as it proved sure. out to be. Or playing Master Boney at third can be, like, a lot of people were confused. Why is Master Boney playing? That move has, you know, he didn't have a lot of options, but it, it did work out. Yeah. Again, not playing Canario is not the reason they didn't win two games against the Pirates. It was pitching that was the problem right. against the Pirates. Oh, so, an actual, but, but, but it still can be true that it's an actual example would be like what I've tweeted two days in a row now. Drew Smiley's been great in the bullpen, and he was bad in the rotation for not just one but two months. And I don't, I again, it's in hindsight, and I don't know if Jordan Wicks was ready or not. But he's came up here in a playoff race and pl- pitched in many big games. And maybe if they'd given him the opportunity earlier, maybe they wouldn't be, we wouldn't be sweating this out because he has been so good. The only counter to that is the fact that, well, maybe the league catches on to him 
you know, at the wrong time when the Cubs need him to be good. I guess. I don't know. But that's just kind of my thing is, like, I feel like they've waited a little too long on some of, on some of the guys. That's it. It's the same thing with Morrell. I know that when Morrell got called up, they weren't winning anyway. But still, maybe if they they started the year with him on the team, they he you know, you're not playing Masturbonian right field in that one game that we still haven't forgot about. You know, like, it's, it's these little things. And I understand that they probably, in the grand scheme, don't affect – 10 to 15 games, but I do think they'd have more than 80 wins right now if they were a little bit more aggressive. I think that's the word that I'm looking for is just be a little bit more aggressive on with some be of the young guys and be, be maybe moved on from guys like Trey Mancini, Eric Mahosmer, Tucker Barnhart, and whoever else that I'm not thinking of right now. At the end of the day, they still have 80 wins and they surpass the season uh, win Luis total. Torrens. And they have a chance to make the playoffs too. Thank you, Luis Torrens. Um, <laughs> And, and whatnot, like, and that's fine, and I'm, I'm happy that we're in this position, but I do think it's been more stressful than it should have been, and I don't know who to really blame on that outside of perhaps the front office and perhaps some of David Ross's decisions with how he, how he puts together lineups, and, 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 that, and those two things coinciding together. Yeah, All right, we got one, one. Okay, go ahead, and then we have a super just, chat. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's uh... – when you look back at the, the winter, right? Like that's kind of you, you think back to it. And it's like okay, that's kind of what the Cubs signed up for at this point, right? Like they got they got David Ross, who's honestly still figuring out as a manager, right? He didn't have the managing experience prior. He's really got his first good team at this point. Um, team built to potentially make the playoffs. Uh, he's he's still figuring things out. He's made his mistakes for sure. Um, and the the front office didn't didn't go all in. This wasn't the all in year. Um, and now you're, you're seeing how like the depth obviously was an issue. Um, some of your best prospects were, were still a little far away from contributing. Um, so that all played. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like a lot of that, the decisions made over the months, and this is something that, you know, Brendan had, had said in our Slack the other day, like the decisions made months ago are starting to kind of affect things now. Um, but it's kind of, that's kind of the roller coaster that maybe not, Maybe we're not expect, expecting going into the season, but shouldn't be surprised happen. You know what I'm saying? Like I think this was always a possibility that the depth wasn't always it wasn't always going to be there uh, if this team was at the end of the season making a playoff push. Uh, yeah. Speaking of prospects, Chris in the uh, super chat says, "Do you think PCA is going to start in Iowa next year?" I think that depends on who they sign in the off season. I don't think so. Yeah. But if they brought Bellinger back and they. Uh, in, I, is it possible? Yes. I don't think it will happen, but I would say it's possible depending on who they who they sign based, and who they move in the offseason. I think based off like what we've seen in the tenant bats, and I'm sure he'll get a handful more at bats this next week. I would not be surprised if he does start the year in you think Iowa. He might? Just because eh, like he has been overpowered it. by the high fastball. And so like the defense and the base running seem great. Like you guys first career stolen base today and you know the defense we've seen him flash the glove a little bit. But yeah, it really does depend on you know the Bellinger and 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 all of that and how that goes. And I think if they've re-signed Bellinger, then that gives them the opera the possibility the flexibility, thank you, to you know, let him go back to Iowa, get some more bats. Cause it's not like he has a ton of at bats in Iowa. Um Go to Iowa and, you know, kind of get on that roll and, you know, be a piece that kind of can spark the team next year. But who knows? Like, I, I don't know. I, I think 
I, all season I've kind of been a guy who thinks, well, if he plays well all year, maybe he gets that opportunity opening day next year. I'm all, I'd be all for it. So. All right. Anyway, either no matter how you talk about it, it is a big win for the Cubs. Six nothing. Tyone was a hero. Smiley was a hero. Jared Young was a hero. They got it done. Seiya Suzuki was certainly a hero. Who is your who you got winner? We have some good cases. We'll go through it quickly. Uh, I believe Corey took Seiya. Obviously, he was like two for three, drove in three runs. That's a good one. I had Tyone. Three for four. Six shutout innings. Just saying. And you had Jared Young, big home run. Yep. Who did you have, Ryan? Did you take somebody? I think I took Amaya at the end, called a, called a good game. <laughs> called a good game. You can't, you can't game. give – well, in, in that, you know, I, I have often said you can't give Tyone all the credit. Amaya did call yeah, some Amaya of the did. pitches. Great, yeah. great game. But boy, I don't know. Tyone, six innings, six shutout innings, changed uh, everything. Since I don't know what the standings are anymore, I, don't, I feel like we're never going to know because we're like a month and a half behind. I'm winning. I'm uh, winning. I'll, give you, I'll give you Tyone. Okay. I, I think Tyone. I had the guts to take Jared Young, but also it's – Well, Cody wanted to take both. That's a whole other story. He wanted multiple players. Cody wanted the whole was, lineup. He's I, like, hey, give me, give me Master Boney, <laughs> give me Tyone, give me Jared Young, and uh, while you're in, throw in PCA who's not playing today. <laughs> I didn't say PCA. <laughs> no, I said the first three. Hey, well, I didn't even say Master Boney. Whatever we did worked because the Cubs won six to nothing, and now they got to go for a sweep this weekend. I think everybody agrees sweep Colorado is the only answer to uh, moving this toward getting back into the postseason. Uh, finally, so we'll see if they do it. Ryan, are you there again tomorrow? We'll be back tomorrow. Ryan's back at the ballpark. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, look for his work at allchgo.com. Also, if you're a diehard, you won't miss it because. You won't miss any of the stuff that some of it goes behind the paywall. Not all of it, some of it. So make sure you sign up to be a diehard. Ryan, uh, have a good weekend. We'll um, see you in studio uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. All right, Corey, sounds good. Too. Corey and Brennan. On Corey and Brennan have a show coming up for Sunday. us on Sunday, hopefully after a Cubs sweep and possibly a Bears win. Don't forget, get fitted out with the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. You want to get those Aloha shirts? Maybe you want a hoodie or a straw hat or a polo or a bag. Maybe you just like our set decorations. Who doesn't want a Hayden Wisniewski bobblehead? They've got them. Foco.com. Click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. And wow, a busy weekend ahead. Nothing better to have on your phone, on your tablet, on your television, Fubo TV, 140 plus live channels, a sports shows, movies, and news, stream live TV from any device. Watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Start watching immediately with a free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. A thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. They've got college football. They've got the Big Ten. They've got the NFL, the Bears, the NFL Network, and the Red Zone. They have Ryder Cup. Watch all of your favorite things right with Fubo TV. Go to www.fubotv.com slash CHGO to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Thanks to everybody who joined. Thanks for a great live chat. Make sure you hit the like button on the way out. Cubs win 6 to nothing. We will see you Cody and I will see you back here on Tuesday. Don't forget Corey and Brendan on Sunday. And look for Ryan's stuff at allchgo.com. Until then, have a great weekend and fly the W.